You are listening to the weekly podcast of Bethel Assembly, Sedalia, Missouri. Thank you for tuning in. For more information about the church, you can reach us at www.bethelassembly.info. 2017 was absolutely an incredible journey. On the onset of the year, we felt that the word for the year was going to be the word expectancy. And as I shared with you about one year ago, when when God gave me that word, I was super excited. Because expectancy, I thought, wow, great things are to come. But then God reminded me that when a woman is expecting a baby, it's not always the most comfortable time. All the ladies in the house said, there are times of stretching, there's times of of uncomfortable moments. There's morning sickness. <sighs> There's the husband that's gaining weight alongside his wife as she's with child and he's just a support. There's all sorts of things. There's preparation as you're getting the room ready. There's all sorts of things that have to be done in order for what is to come to actually be delivered. So we've experienced that this year. We've experienced some of the growing pains. We've experienced some of the morning sickness, some of the change. But in and through that process, we've also set some very foundational truths that we're going to build upon on the years to come. Let me share with you some things that have happened in 2017. As far as outreach goes, we've reached into schools once again. We mentor at a few schools. Now, last year, it was just at... The elementary school, Heber Hunt Elementary. But this year we branched out beyond Heber Hunt. We have five mentors and five students at Heber Hunt Elementary. We have one student and one mentor at Smith Cotton Middle School. And we have two mentors and two students at Smith Cotton High School. And I'm told, Pastor Ryan has shared with me, that we have launched even further into the high school. And I think there's somewhere around 15 or 18 more mentors available to mentor students. That is a huge, huge increase over what we've seen over the last couple years. Amen? How many of you agree with me, our students need Jesus? Yes, we are super excited about that. Yeah, come on, give the Lord a hand. We are super excited about being involved in the students' lives. Maybe you're here and you're like, I don't even know what mentoring is. You know what? I'm not really sure I can do above second grade math. I'm not sure what I can do to help out. Here's what a mentor does. You know what I do with my mentor every week? He loves playing bouncy ball. We will bounce a ball back and forth for 30 minutes. Sometimes we'll play connect forward. He tries to cheat, but I don't let him cheat. We'll play battleship and sometimes he's like, let me see what your board looks like so I can make sure mine's set up right. I don't let him cheat. Cheaters never win. That's all we do is hang out. Hang out together. Just be a friend. In fact, numerous times every Monday, Sherrick will look at me and he'll say things like this. Mr. Chris, you're the best. Yeah. He asked me a few weeks ago, actually about a few months ago, he walked up one day and he said, Mr. Chris, when are you going to get a new little buddy? I said, man, I'm not leaving you. I'm going with you to middle school. I'm going with you to junior high. I'm going with you to high school. I'll go with you to college if you want me to go with you. He just longs for somebody to love him. And that's what every one of these students do. They, they long for somebody to show them attention, to somebody to walk beside them and, and be that support with them. So I'm super excited that we're seeing this impact in many of the schools this year. Kid Max Live, what is that? We go into the elementary schools. In fact, we went into seven schools this year, the five elementaries here in town, the, uh, the elementary at Smithton, and then the middle school calls and says, 
the PTA is telling us that you've gone to all of the elementary schools. Can you come to us and do an assembly? Now, let me, let me help you understand this. They're calling us, wanting us, the church, to come into the public school and put on an assembly. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. We got to impact 2,738 students in the area schools this past year. We've also had an opportunity to team up with the Assemblies of God, Southern Missouri Assemblies of God District Campgrounds, and we are helping them to purchase lawn furniture to go on a brand new pavilion that they're putting up this year. These are some of the pictures of what the pavilion um, furniture is going to look like. Thanksgiving feast. Hebrew Hunt Elementary puts on a feast every year, and we get to help them serve the food. It's like the Tuesday before Thanksgiving every year. They serve turkey and mashed potatoes and, and pumpkin pie and all the fixings. And we get to be right there beside them feeding the students and serving the students and celebrating with them. Family Fest. This is a time where we invite our community to come onto our grounds. It's a free event, a free time with popcorn and, and hot dogs and sodas and, and games and prizes and emergency vehicles and all the excitement that goes with that. And we invite our community to come beside us. And 499 people were in attendance this year. And 65 of you said, I want to volunteer and I want to show love to our community. So thank you. Thank you for being a part of that. Thank you for helping us to share the love of Jesus with our community. We also team up with a ministry out of Springfield called Rural Compassion. They're a sister company of Convoy of Hope. Maybe you've heard of Convoy. Convoy goes in and they help with hurricane relief, tornado relief, destruction, whatever it happens to be, tsunamis, whatever it happens to be. But Rural Compassion is a sister portion of them that tap in to rural communities. We barely fit into their description of a rural community. But every month, about six weeks or so, we are able to go to Springfield, pick up a supply. Sometimes it's toilet paper. Sometimes it's bottle of water. Sometimes it's these little plum packs. They have like uh, applesauce or whatever inside the pack. We take those to the daycares. But we're able to donate items to the senior center, to the fire department, to the police department. By the way, we took mugs, coffee mugs with hot chocolate in it, to the, uh, to the police department, and I said, hey, we're just bringing these because we want to mug you. <laughs> I was a little scared to say that, but they chuckled, so it was okay, and your pastor did not get arrested. Hallelujah! Good times. We were able to take suits, full suits, um, to the high school to help some of our boys that don't have suits, and we took them over to State Fair Community College also to celebrate with them. We were able to supply the high school show choir with makeup. We took snacks to area schools and once again the plum packs to six area daycares. Our women's ministry has been extremely busy this year. They took 35 ladies to Design for Life conference. Ladies, if you're wanting to go to an outstanding conference, October 11th through the 13th of 2018, we'll be heading back to Springfield for Design for Life conference. Encourage you ladies, get plugged in, be a part of this conference. We had nine ladies that went to the fall retreat at the district campgrounds. 145 ladies came to the simulcast. This was our first attempt at a simulcast. Let me just tell you, it went amazing. Yes? And I believe we've already scheduled the simulcast for 2018. Yes? April 28th of 2018 is going to be the simulcast once again. So ladies, be a part of that. Come out, hang out with us. It's going to be a great time. 
men. We took 30 guys to a men's conference in Springfield. We'll do that again April 13th and 14th of 2018. Guys, if you have not yet gone to the Stronger Men's Conference in Springfield, if you haven't gone with us, get signed up. We still have four tickets available for that. Be a part of that, guys. This year is going to get crazy for the gentlemen. We have all sorts of things planned. I'll talk more about that in just a little bit. Our ladies also had their spring gala. What a cool time that was. Yes? We had 145 ladies show up at a barn south of town that was decorated absolutely incredible. We've got that set again for this coming year, so ladies, be a part of that as well. Uh, Maybe you know this, maybe you don't, but we remodeled our worship center over the last year. Yeah, we've done a lot of work in here. Um, Let me kind of see pictures here. This is where we were about 2013 or 2014 or so is about where we were on the left hand, my right hand side, your left hand side. And here's where we are today. So thank you for your assistance. Thank you for your financial giving. Thank you for helping us to make a change so that we can make a greater impact. I believe that it it aids in the worship experience. Amen? Amen. Amen. Christmas blessing. Man, this is an exciting time. We were able to give over $3,500 to people this year for Christmas. 17 families in our church received a blessing this year. 14 children in our community that maybe without our support, maybe they would have never received a Christmas at all. They were able to celebrate Christmas. We were able to show the love of Jesus Christ to these children and to these families this year. Thank you for your support. Many of you brought gifts. Many of you gave financial gifts and helped us in this endeavor to reach into our community and reach into the hearts and lives of people. Thank you for helping us to make a difference for the kingdom of God. Our youth went on a missions trip this year. Nine of them went. They went to a little community um, just outside of Branson. They did some construction work. And let me just tell you, I heard they worked hard. They removed a concrete floor. Yeah. I'm so glad it was a youth mission trip. (laughs) Hallelujah. They assisted in the thrift shop, and they also sorted seeds at Convoy of Hope. So we appreciate our teenagers. We appreciate their, their heart for missions, their heart to show love and compassion to those outside of our walls. If you have not signed up to go on the mission trip in 2018, let me just tell you, it's not too late, but your time is coming short. We are really pressing in right now. We've got about 14 or 15 people, I believe, signed up to go on the mission trip. We are going to Honduras. We're going to fly into Tegucigalpa. It's going to be an incredible trip working with Freddie and Teresa Vasquez, also working with one of our new missionaries, Jesse Harshbarger. She's right now at Language School, and thank you for those of you that have been praying for her as she's made this transition. She just got there a couple of weeks ago. But we are super excited to team up with Freddie and Teresa and also Jesse and reach the people in Honduras. We're going to spend a few days in the city of Tegucigalpa, and then we're going to go from there into the jungles. And I have no idea what that's going to be like. Last time I was in Honduras was 2007, and we stayed in the city. We didn't go into the jungle. So I'm excited to to do this. We're going to be um, sharing soap and food and just doing different crusades and different services for the people in that area. So it's going to be an absolutely incredible time. We had a lot of classes go on this year. Bethel Beginnings, 29 people went through that class. Our journey groups, which is what we call Sunday school, we have those for adults and for our youth. Um, The art of marriage class, 14 
people went through that. Living in the Spirit, that was a class on the Holy Spirit. Um, eight people went through that class. Ladies Bible study, 42 ladies knocked it out of the park and went to our ladies Bible studies. Guest follow-up, are you ready for this? 112 family units came through the doors of Bethel Assembly in 2017. Isn't that incredible? Absolutely. Now, we were able to follow up with 100 of those family units. And maybe you say, well, Pastor, why didn't we follow up with all 112? Because some of them um, didn't give us a phone number. That's a little difficult to follow up with them. Um, Some of them, maybe they live out of town and they were just in town visiting with us. Um, Some of them, the phone number they gave us when we called, it gave us that little error number that says the number you're trying to call is no longer in service or not receiving calls at this time. So we were able to make communication with 100 family units. But look at this. Out of those 100 family units that we followed up with, 59 of them are returning regularly. Yeah! Incredible! That's a retention rate of 59%. National average for retention in a church is 10 to 17%. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. I'll tell you what, I talk to a lot of my pastor friends and they say, we don't understand how we can get guests to come back. What can we do to get guests to return time and time and time again? Here's what we do. When a guest shows up and they fill out this connect card, Monday they're going to receive a call from one of the pastors. They're going to get a personal handwritten card from me, and hopefully they can read it, because my mom says I write in hieroglyphics. Yeah, or I write in tongues. You've got to pray for the interpretation, one of the two. But I write that note myself each week, and that goes out. They also get a home visit and receive a free uh, mug filled with candy, compliments of the church. Why? Because we want our guests to feel loved. We want our guests to feel special. We want them to feel a part of what's happening here at the church. And we believe that all of these steps aid in doing that. Membership. In September uh, of 2012, Bethel Assembly had 27 adult members. To date, December 2017, we have 98 adult members and two junior members. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Real quick, I want to call up our new members. And Angie, if you want to come help me. I want to call up our new members, those that became members in 2017. We'll call them up one at a time, line the front. Now, some of them will be in this service. Some of them will be in the the next service. But I want to call your names as we can. So if you'll come up, Angie will give you your membership card and just kind of make a line across the front. Karen Smith, and hold your applause to the end. Lonnie Smith. Jennifer Johnson. Jared and Celine Lewis, Brenda Kramer, my son graduated from junior member to adult member this year. What is that? I'm certainly not old enough to have an adult member to the church. Wow. Christina and Jeremy McCarty, if they will come. Their son Jared is a junior member for not very much longer. Tiffany Baker, Justin Baker, Nicole Lee, Harry Carroll, come on Harry, Harry's our bass player up here, he's kind of the the worship, worship team mascot, Amanda Thompson, 
Nicole Mallory, Ashlyn Mokley, John and Stephanie Goodman, Brian Langdon, Jennifer Langdon, Shirley Rowden, Jeff and Sherry Garrigus, Mary Lou Bice, Jordan Curtis, Steve and Lori Coline, and Brittany Prevets. Can we give a round of applause to our new members this year? Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible to see all of these families and all these individuals? Here's what I want to do real quick. We're going to take, do this very, very fast. Starting here at the end, just want to give you your name, how long you've been coming to Bethel Assembly, and why you love it so much here. Sure. My name is Brittany Prevett, and I've been coming to Bethel Assembly for about five months, and I absolutely love it. This is the first church that I've actually been a member of. We are glad that you were here. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. And your name? Mary Lou Bice. I've been coming here about two years. I like it because it feels like family. All right. My name is Shirley Rowden, and I've been coming here a little over four years. And um, I, I, just, I just love the church. I love the ministry that we have here and, and the spirituality that I feel within. Absolutely. I'm Jennifer Langdon, and my husband Brian Langdon's not here. He's playing with Army Man. But we've been coming for three years. So hold on, he's playing with Army Men, or he is... He's playing, playing the, the role army. of an army man. Yeah. Okay, playing the role of. Okay, yeah. just. <laughs> um, and we've been coming three years, and we love it here because we've asked for a lot of prayers, and those prayers have been really answered a lot. Amen. Amen. I'm Chandler Gray. I've been coming about <laughs> five years. Five and a half years. Yeah. He and came with me. Yeah. <laughs> I like it because we've got a lot of cool ministries that we can get plugged into. All right. And by the way, Chandler will be graduating this year, going to Evangel. And he is going to be working toward being a pastor. Yeah. I'm, Who wants to speak? You can talk for me. Jared gets to speak. <laughs> Jared Lewis, and this is my wife, Celine Lewis. Uh, we've been coming here since March of this year. And so we enjoy coming here because of the people, and it just feels like home. Absolutely. We're glad you're with us. Brenda. Brenda Kramer. Been coming here about four years and first time member of any church. We are glad that you made that choice and took that Thank step. Absolutely. Uh, Jennifer Johnson, been about five months. Um, I love the church because it's just so homey. It feels like family. Absolutely. If you don't come, everyone's like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we say it just like that. <laughs> Why didn't you show up to church? <laughs> yeah. My phone is going to ring. My Facebook is going to blow up. Like I well, we're glad that you're with us. Absolutely. Who wants to be the spokesperson? Oh, I'll try it. All right. Lonnie Smith, uh, we've been coming since last March, and uh, we're just, we're very thankful to God to, to lead us to, to come here, and we appreciate our pastors uh, a lot. Well, we, well, thank you. Well, we are glad that you guys are with us as well. Absolutely. Let's cross across here. Jeremy, Christina, and Jared McCarty, a little over two years. And uh, we, a big part of it was a youth group for Jared, and just very thankful and feel very welcome here. Absolutely. Well, Jared, when do you turn 18? In August. In August. So he will be an adult member next year. <laughs> Look at that. 
Can you believe we have kids at home? It's crazy. Who wants to speak, Justin or Tiffany? Okay. Hi, everybody. Tiffany Baker, my husband, Justin Baker, and our little munchkin, Shayla Baker. <laughs> um, we love this church. And Pastor Chris, by the way, I can read your writing. <laughs> but um, it's family. It is. It's family. And, you know, I'll tell Justin, honey, we should go to church. And he's like, we can watch it. <laughs> but anyhow. For three years. And we've been coming for three well, years. And, and you guys actually found us by mistake. Yeah. They yes. called the church one day and they said, hey, would your bus come by and pick us up for church? We need a ride. And we're like, well, certainly we'll pick you up. They said, we only live a few blocks from the church. Well, we started to pick them up and we thought, this is not a few blocks from the church. <laughs> well, we picked them up and come to find out they actually m meant to call Bethel Family Church but called us Bethel Assembly by accident, mm -hmm. and they've been coming ever since then. You've gotten married since then, had Shayla since then, and now you're a member of the church. Got baptized, got got baptized, baptized here. Yes. This has been an incredible journey for them. Come on, give them a round of applause. All right, who wants to speak? Um, my name is Sherry Garius. This is my husband, Jeff. We've been coming to Bethel for probably three and a half years now. Um, we love this church. Our kids love coming here, and it's always good to know that you always have somebody in your corner fighting for you, um, no matter what you're going through. And Bethel, everyone in Bethel is definitely those people. So. Absolutely. We're glad you're with us. And, oops, let me slip through here, Harry. Hi, my name is Nicole Mallory. Um, I've been coming here about five months. Yeah. Um, you, this church really accepts people for who they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm happy to be here. We are so happy that you're <laughs> with us. We found them through the, found her through the fireworks stand. And that kind of the first little encounter there. So we're glad you're here. Harry Carroll. Oh, wow. Harry Carroll. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Harry Carroll. <laughs> I've been coming here since we used to meet over at Ramada Inn. And I don't usually join churches. But this one is really, really special. All right, let's give all of our new members a round of applause. Thank you, guys. That is so exciting to see all these new faces that, that believe in what's happening here at the church. Now, let me say this. Some people will say, well, why do we need to become a member? Why is that important? Does it change anything of what we do? No, you can still attend church. You can still be plugged in. You can still get involved. But what membership does, it really kind of gives you a, a place of belonging even more so. It, it helps you. It helps us to know that you believe exactly with where we're headed and that where we're going. Um, the only thing membership does, it allows you to vote at the annual business meeting, which is coming up in about a month or so. But it really just gives you that extra little connection with what's happening. How exciting it is when we had over 20 brand new members in one year. Amen? Amen. All right, let's see. Let's go on. Camp. We had 30 campers go to kids' camp, 29 campers go to youth camp, 15 volunteers, 15 adults said, I want to volunteer at camp. How exciting that is. Our very first year we went to camp was 2013, and I think we may have had like six or seven um, students go to camp that year, but now we're over 50, 59 campers have gone to camp this year. Weekly church volunteers. Sunday mornings, 52 people volunteer every Sunday morning. Sunday night, 29 volunteers. 
Wednesday evening, 15 volunteers just to make what goes on here happen every week. So thank you. Thank you. If you volunteer in any way, if you are plugged into the ministry in any way, thank you for volunteering. Thank you for being a part of what's happening here. We had two child dedications this year, one infant and one child, so we're super excited about that. Nothing like um, having a brand new child. Um, that's, that's church growth right there. Yes? All right, water baptisms. 21 people were baptized in water. Two individuals were baptized in the Holy Spirit. One of those happened, one of our workers, at youth camp this year. I was working the pop stand that evening. I'd already gone in the pop stand, and he texts me. and says, it just happened. I said, what just happened? He said, um, I got filled with the Holy Spirit. Isn't that awesome? One of, our, one of our adult workers at youth camp. Amen. 29 people made a decision for the very first time to give their lives to Jesus Christ and salvation. 26 rededicated their lives to Jesus. A total of 55 people made a dramatic life change in 2017. Attendance, 2012, we averaged 78 people. 2017, we averaged 270. That's a 246% growth since 2012. That is amazing. Amen. Amen. A brand new area that we jumped into in 2017 was Facebook Live. We didn't know what that was going to look like. We didn't know what the outcome was going to be or even if anybody would tune on and watch. But we averaged 247 people watch our service online every, every week. Absolutely. Absolutely. I personally, I know of a few people that don't attend church anywhere, but they're watching our service each and every Sunday. In fact, they're probably watching this morning. So hello and welcome. Thank you for watching the service. You are part of the 247 every week. We are super excited about that. We are doing everything we can to reach out beyond these walls. We want to make a difference for the kingdom of God. Now, an area that we really dived into um, for this entire year, 2016, we dabbled a little bit, but 2017, we really jumped into it as our weekly video announcements. We were trying to figure out how to streamline our service just a little bit, so we decided to pre-record our video announcements because, as you know, a pastor can expound upon anything and take a three-second announcement and turn it into a 20-minute presentation, Yes. It's what we do. It's what you expect of us. So in order to really keep our service streamlined, we decided to pre-record our video announcements every single week. (laughs) All right. So with all that being said, if you ever want to help out with the video announcements, you are more than welcome to come in and help us do that. Uh, We love um, just being a part and doing all those things. A lot of fun. We could have done blooper reels the entire service because we have just computer loads full of all of that. I began to process this service earlier this week, and I began to think, God, how do you want us to present this service? What does it really need to look like? And I was drawn to the, the book of Psalms, chapter 118, and notice what the psalmist has to say. He said, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, if you're like me, you've probably heard that scripture dozens of times. Maybe you've even quoted yourself. This is a day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. This is a day that the Lord has made. I will celebrate. This is a day God has set before me. I'm going to rejoice in all that it has to offer. But I began to read through this description and read through this section of scripture, and I noticed something. 
David does not give a disclaimer for his celebration. He doesn't say, if things go exactly as I have planned, then I will celebrate. If the temperature stays warm enough that the rain that's falling outside doesn't turn to ice, then I will celebrate. If all the balloons stay today and don't get popped, then I will celebrate. He doesn't give a disclaimer, but he simply says, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will celebrate. But this is what I find interesting. He sandwiches this chapter with this statement. Psalm 118, verse 1 and 29. Give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. He begins this chapter and he ends this chapter with that statement. Now we would think that well everything on the inside must be glorious. He must be rejoicing all the way through that. But no, 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 no. You read through this chapter and there's moments of distress. There's moments of hostility. There are moments of attacks and punishments. There are moments when he says, I can't fear. There are also moments when he says, I've got authority in God. There's glorious things coming. There's victory in the name of Jesus. In and through it all, the good times and the bad times, David says, this is the day. God has set this day in motion. I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to rejoice. Why? Because his faithful love endures forever Endeavor, endeavor, endeavor. I began to dig a little deeper in the Bible and I found out in Lamentations, not only does God's love remain faithful, but His mercies are new every single morning. Now that's reason to celebrate. This is a day the Lord has made. I can rejoice. Why? Because His faithful love endures forever. His mercies are new each and every day. So why is it important for us to celebrate 2017? I mean, after all, that's so last year. Why celebrate? Why not just move on into the new year? Why not just embrace our New Year's resolutions and hope for the best? Because I believe if we don't take time to celebrate where we've been, then we'll get in a rut and we'll begin to take what we have for granted. Uh, very quickly this morning, I want to take just a moment, and I want to interview a couple of our ministry leaders. So Tanya Johnson, if you'll come. Tanya is our children's ministry director. Come on, give her a round of applause. Come on up. Hi. Now, in 2017, we had a little bit of a transition in our children's ministry. Pastor James resigned, and he moved um, away, and we asked you if you would come on and be our children's ministry director, and you graciously said yes. So tell yes. me, what has it been like, um, and what has children's ministry done in 2017? Um, it's like being stuck <laughs> on the front of a freight train, like this. Ah. No. <laughs> it's just, um, no, it's been good. We, we've had a good transition. Um, I think it went pretty smoothly, and we're just we're working into our new norm where, you know, the kids come upstairs and we just pump them full of the love of Jesus. And then we, we have some uh, great events coming up for next year. And I just, I mean, that video kind of refreshed my memory. I forgot we did a car show and, you know, I forgot we went to the pumpkin patch and we're just so wrapped up in what we're doing right now that it's fun to look back and see 
all the cool stuff we did. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, you guys right now are kind of redesigning and redecorating mm -hmm. up there. You've, you've changed out the sound booth, and yep. that now has, what's that like? What's it look like? Well, it still needs some paint, but it's got some LED lights that flash all around it. It glows in the dark. It holds my stuff, and the kids love being back there. They run tech for me, so, so they you do used, a great job. you use some of the kids to help. Absolutely. Very yep. cool. Yep. Now, by the way, I already knew that, but I was, I was <laughs> playing along just for the storyline here. We're also getting ready to change the whole set design, the yes. front of the stage. So right now you've got a screen, and there was a puppet stage. You've changed the puppet stage a little bit, yep. but you're going to do something different across the front. What are you going to do? Yes. I am going to make a massive puppet stage. Don't tell the kids. It's got doors that pop out so that people can come. Like we can have special guests pop their head out. They don't actually have to run a puppet, but it's got doors everywhere, and it's it's just going to be so fun. It's gonna so right now, every adult in the house is thinking hee-haw. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes. Or maybe if they're a 90s kid, they're thinking one of those Nickelodeon shows. Yes. That some of those no slime, work. but no yes. No slime. Yes. I, I vote for slime. Anybody else vote for slime? <laughs> You are welcome to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, is there room for volunteers? Yes. Okay, yes, what would a what's that look like? What's a volunteer do? Um, well, it really depends on where you volunteer at. But usually my volunteers work one service once a month, and they come in. And I mean, you know, if you love hugs, if you love smiles, if you love being a positive impact in a kid's life, I mean, and we have candy. What else could you ask for? I mean, Absolutely. it's great, you know. you. So if they volunteer, does that mean they have to teach? No. They can help run a game. They can sit in the back and help keep rowdy kids quiet. Kids are never rowdy. Surely not. Well, not in my classroom. <laughs> <laughs> so why do we invest in kids? I mean, or do you just babysit up there? No. No, no, no. The, the kids are the future of the church. Absolutely. So if, if we can get them wrapped around the fact that Jesus loves them and that they should be praying for their friends and neighbors and family members, then... I mean, I made your job easy. <laughs> Absolutely. Because here's the deal. If we can reach the kids, then we can reach mom and dad. And then we've reached the family. That's what it's all about. Making the positive impact for Jesus Christ in our community. I'm told that the average age here in Pettis County is 37. Good. Now, if we don't invest in our kids today, what's going to happen is we're just going to grow old. Yes? Now, now, stay up with me here for a second, but if we keep investing in our children, because guess what? They are not only the future church, but they're the church of today. Yep. They're the ones that go into the biggest mission field of this world. They go into the public school where Jesus is really not allowed anymore. But if we can train up our children and share the love of Jesus with them, and by the way, when we did the I Dare You series, it was really our kids that took it to the next level. We had students telling other students about Jesus Christ and introducing them to Jesus Christ. And we were seeing lives change through our children's ministry. Yep. That is awesome. That is awesome. Come on, would you give a round of applause for Tanya? Thank you, Thank you so much. She has rowdy children to get back to. All right, I want to ask Pastor Andy to come at this time. Pastor Andy is our creative arts pastor. Let me explain what that means. That means anything creative that happens in this room He's responsible for it. So what's going on in here? He got some assistance from the other staff, but this is you. Yep. So tell me a little bit, what did that transition look like? This is the first full-time creative arts pastor position that you've ever had. Yep. You've been part-time, and you've worked in the church for several years. Yep. But what does it look like now that you're full-time? Well, I love it. 
It's what I was made for, I feel like. Uh, when I got here, uh, I think it was like September 1st or something, I wasn't expecting to um, hit the ground running as, as much as I did. Like, I think the first day you had me actually crawling underneath the stage, pulling wires and stuff. Well, so. the way that worked is he said he didn't like the wall color in his office, so I decided to paint that wall color for him. And I was getting ready to crawl under the stage, and I thought, no. He's a creative arts pastor. He gets to crawl. So you're welcome. Not really. I, I, I really do enjoy it. I mean, it's like I said, it's what I was made for. I love pulling wire. And, um, you know, the creative part's been a little bit of a stretch for me just because I've never had to have to do that. You know, yeah. so it's been it's actually been really fun to for that part of me to be able to be stretched a little bit and kind of think outside the box as far as, OK, what's that going to look like? You know, and how am I going to implement it? So. It's been, it's been a fun time. Really so what has here. happened in the music department um, in 2017, and where are you headed in 2018? Uh, 2017, um, gosh, where do I begin? I mean, we... September uh, 1st. Well, yeah, absolutely. September 1st, I was pulling <laughs> wires. Uh, we've, since then, we've added uh, new lighting. Uh, we've started to do some creative elements to the stage. Uh, we have, let's see, we've added some inner, some new inner monitors, which helps the, the band kind of stay in sync a little bit better. Um, it's just, it's just been a roller coaster since September 1st for sure. Uh, where we're headed in 2018, uh, I don't really know yet, like, cause we're not there yet, but, um, right. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we are, but we're not, you know, into the future, <laughs> but you know, of course I want us to get, uh, I want us to get better. You know, I want us to, to, as a band, I want us to be more unified. I want us to, to be able to stretch ourselves musically. Like the song that we did, Wake, that was the first time we did that. And it was a little bit of a stretch. We had some, uh, some piano elements that were different, uh, kind of um, techno-y, I guess, if you will. So I want to stretch us in that area. Um, there's some uh, equipment uh, purchases that I want to do. Maybe get a second uh, keyboard to run different types of sounds and stuff. So um, a lot... Uh, to happen, you know, in, here in the next uh, coming months. For sure. So why are those things important? I mean, are you, you just want to train up musicians, or, or why do we do these different music elements? Why is that important? Um, it's... Can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not used to this. I'm used to that. So this is a little bit of a stretch for me. Even. So why, why would you add different elements, extra keyboard, in your monitors? Why is that stuff important? Um, what's the end-all goal of what these guys do? Oh, excellence. That's what it's all about. You know, we want to do everything that we can do to the best of our ability. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's all for God's glory. And God deserves our very best. So we want to do everything that we can do. Um, the best that we can, because ultimately it's worship to God. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So it appears right now that every instrument is full. So does that mean you don't need anybody else? Oh, we can definitely use anybody. Like if you if you have a, a talent or ability or a skill, you know, come to me, come talk to me, and we'll get you plugged in. Like we, the more people that we have up here, the the we can set up a rotation. So if if you have some some sort of talent, ability, or skill. Definitely come see me because we can definitely um, put you to use for sure. Excellent. Now, one more question. We have a brand new ministry that you launched a couple of months ago, Bethel Young Adults. What is that and who would fall under that ministry? Bethel Young Adults is for um, young adults 
uh, age 18, you have to be graduated to 30. So if you fall within that um, age bracket, then, then you qualify. Okay. So uh, we meet monthly. Uh, so far, it's been mostly at my house. Uh, we've had some, uh, we had a Christmas party. We had a game night. We had a uh, bonfire to kind of start things off, kind of cast vision. Uh, but starting here in January, um, it's, I think it's the fourth week usually of every month on a Thursday, we're really going to start hit the ground running as far as um, Bible study and really digging in deeper to our relationship and uh, being challenged. Excellent, excellent. So as you can see, in 2017, we set up a lot of brand new um, foundation. Why? Because we believe that what we've been expecting is going to come to fruition, but we cannot receive what we're expecting until we're ready to receive it. Are, are you with me on that? So there's a lot of foundational things that we had to set in motion. We've set in some new things in our children, some new things in the young adults, some new things in the worship. Our women's ministry have got some great things planned. Men's ministry, man, this year is going to knock it out of the park. A lot of things going on. We've been doing a lot of that development stuff in 2017 so that 2018 we can begin to really implement those things and see where God will take it. Sounds great, amen? Come on, give Pastor Andy a round of applause. Thank you, sir. Now let's look back to King David just for a moment. Why was he celebrating? He was celebrating because he understood the goodness of God. He understood the awesomeness of God. No matter what was around him, no matter what he was going through, no matter what he was experiencing, he believed that this was the day worthy of being celebrated. 2017 was an amazing year. Now, let me be honest, did we really knock it out of the park in every area? Not necessarily. But we knew that coming in because year of expectation, we knew that there'd be some growing pains. We knew there'd be some things going on, but we did see new families join the church. We saw new people come in and experience Jesus Christ. We saw hearts and lives changed and transformed. We saw people make a change and make a closer walk, a deeper walk with God. We also set into place some great foundations that we can build upon in the years to come. See, one of the things that that we as a staff pray almost every Monday morning is this, that God would bless Bethel Assembly and that we would grow. But we don't just say, let us grow numerically. We don't want to just grow numerically because then we're going to be lopsided. We want to grow numerically, but we also want to grow spiritually. We want a deeper relationship with God. By the way, if you've not attended the Wednesday evening worship and prayer service, you need to come out. What an awesome time that is as we simply let God pour in to our lives and we deepen our relationship with Him. But I believe that God has some absolutely amazing things that He wants to accomplish in and through this congregation. Yes, 2017 was amazing. 55 people gave their lives to Christ either for the first time or a rededication. 112 new families walked through the doors. Amazing things that God is doing, but I don't believe that he is done. Now the, the pink elephant in the room. Why do we have all of these balloons? There are a little over 500 balloons in this room. What do they represent? They represent all of the lives that were touched by you this year. They represent the 55 lives that were changed. 
They represent the 112 new family units that came through our doors. They represent the eight schools that we're able to impact on a regular basis. The 11 community organizations that we were able to make a connection with. The 29 people that took the next step in connecting with Bethel Assembly in membership. And numbers beyond that. People that had an impact. People that were touched by you this last year. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to ask the band to come. We're going to take just a moment as we wrap up this service and we're going to celebrate, I mean really celebrate 2017. Here's what I want to see happen. Again, there are a little over 500 balloons on the floor. I want to see these balloons up in the air. I want to see these balloons bouncing all over the place. Why? Because this is a day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Are you with me on that? Would you stand with me this morning? Let me encourage you, be here next week. Next week is our vision casting service. I'm going to share with you the word that I believe that God has given us for 2018. It's going to be a difficult word. It's going to be a challenging word, but I believe it's going to be one that really takes us where he wants us to be for this next year. So join us next Sunday morning. Be here next Sunday, 930 or 1115 to be a part of that service. Are you guys ready? Ready. Let's celebrate.